Welcome back for this bonus episode of Drunk Bible Study, where we're going to be talking about our theme music for the upcoming book of Judges, but we're also going to be talking about wow. golems. So, what do we got? What's a golem, you say? Uh, that is what I say. What is a golem, Emily? Do you know what a golem is, Dedeker? Mm. I think I know what a golem is. Yes. Okay, tell me. Emily, what does the Wikipedia for golems say? In Jewish folklore, a golem is an animated anthropomorphic being that is created entirely from inanimate material, usually clay or mud. The word was used to mean an amorphous, uniformed material in psalms in in medieval writing. The most famous Hmm. golem narrative involves Judah Lul Ben Basil, the late 16th century rabbi of Prague. Many tales are differing on how the golem was brought to life and afterward controlled. According to Moment Magazine, the golem is a highly mutable metaphor which seemingly limitless symbolism. It can be a victim or a villain, Jew or non-Jew, man or woman, or sometimes both. Over the centuries, it has been used to connote connote? war, community, Mm -hmm. isolation, hope, and despair. Wow, I didn't realize it was like, used as a metaphor in in these stories. Yeah. I mean, I don't know any I of know. the like original stories about golems, really. Well, I mean, I found an yeah, interesting they're... thing that this article that I'm reading kind of makes the argument that Adam was originally a golem for his like first twelve hours of life. Oh, I guess if he was Whoa. made from clay, yes, yeah, exactly. that makes that makes sense. Sense. until wow. he was given a soul. Apparently, yeah, golems do get mentioned in Psalms. At some point, there's a story that the prophet Jeremiah may have created a golem. Um, that story that Emily mentioned, Rabbi Judah Loben Bezalel, I think is how uh-huh. we're yeah. saying his name. Ben Bezalel. Uh, yeah. So he was in 16th century Prague, which was at that time under the control of the Holy Roman Empire. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought Prague is where a lot of Catholic um, yes. stuff came from. Yes. And so from. there were oh, a lot of anti-Semitic go. attacks. And the way the legend goes is that the rabbi created this golem to protect oh. the Jewish quarter during that time. Wow. And so he like made it out of clay. Um, it also, apparently, since it was very strong, it also helped out with some manual labor yeah, for I mean, the rabbi. There, like you do. Well, yeah. oh, that's you very know, helpful. Um, wow. It was given this special necklace that made it invisible as well. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And so the way the story ends, though, unfortunately, is that the golem somehow gets stronger and stronger and stronger and starts not only doing good deeds, but also destructive deeds as well. And so uh, what happens is the rabbi has to essentially deactivate it by, Mm. by the way he kind of activated it was he, he like wrote the name of God on its forehead. And that was what, like the magic Um, thing that brought it to life. And so he removed that. Like he got up there and erased it and erased it or something. Uh, I was also reading other strategies for bringing a golem to life include writing the name of God on a piece of paper and sticking it in its mouth or attaching it to its arm. Um, or sometimes there's some dancing involved. Oh, also. dancing too. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, and so I'm going to read you just the little last bit of this story. Um, so some believe that the golem was hidden by the rabbi in the attic of his synagogue. In addition, entrance to the attic was forbidden for centuries and the stairs to the area removed. When the synagogue was finally explored hundreds of years later, there was no trace of anything resembling a golem, which means it escaped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes oh, sense. no. Obviously, that's Sweet. the conclusion uh-huh. that we would come to. It's all the loose. Wow. So, so yeah, like my first encounter with the concept of a golem came from Dungeons and Dragons, which was that yours too, Dedeker? What is yeah, it in? What is it fan- in Dungeons and Dragons? 
a rock creature? Well, not always. There's uh-huh. multiple types. Yeah, so golem is basically what you described. It's like a humanoid creature that's made by some spellcaster in Dungeons & Dragons parlance uh, that's made out of some material. So I did a little research on this, actually, about the, its introduction into Dungeons & Dragons. And so in the very original Dungeons & Dragons, which came out in 1974... Gosh, that long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, golems were not yeah. part of it, but in a supplement that came out in 75, it was mentioned in one of the supplements. And then starting in 1977, which is when the first advanced Dungeons & Dragons came out, then in the Monster's Manual, they had... A golem, and at that time it was just stone. Is it a monster? Yeah, it's like a monster that you can fight. Uh, that basically, you know, huh. the idea is that some, you know, spellcaster would have created this to like protect their treasure or to threaten a town or something, and you would go and have to. Okay. Con- you know, you'd have to beat it amongst the many monsters that you would fight. Uh, and then later they added more types of golems to the point now that today across all of the various iterations and expansions and things for Dungeons and Dragons, there's like over a hundred different types of golems that have been explored. Wow. Um, but traditionally there were four, um, which was the bone golem, the clay golem, the stone golem, and the iron golem. Uh, and they're basically okay. just like made out of those materials. The flesh golem's the creepy one or the bone golem because yeah, it's made gross. out of dead bodies Ew. that have been kind of like reanimated Ew. into one big scary thing. Yeah, totally. Whoa. Uh, but the place where I learned that it came from Jewish mysticism and Jewish folklore was actually from the Vampire the Masquerade oh. series of role-playing stuff, specifically from one really? of the computer games back in, gosh, this would have been in like the late 90s or something, there was a Vampire the Masquerade computer game, and in it, one of the things that you have to fight is a golem, but part of it is, I think you end up, like, having to get the help of a rabbi Uh, who you have to, like, beat it enough so that he's able to go and pull the scroll out of its mouth. There you go. That that's what was bringing it to life. Yeah. So that's how I was like, oh, I see this is from something. (laughs) And then... Wow. Who knew? How interesting. That's awesome. And now we've come full circle or full forward to this. I don't know how to talk English anymore. I've had some drinks. Me neither. Um, yeah. <laughs> here we are today talking about golems in the Bible. All right. Beautiful. Do we want to talk wow. about theme songs now? Yeah, let's hear it. Yes. Okay. So we can't use any of these because they're copyrighted songs, <laughs> okay. but I did want us to listen to some of the theme songs that we talked about to maybe get a sense of like, the qualities of these and to our listeners if you would like to weigh in on this uh if you go to our facebook group the drunk bible study fans and fellowship let us know what what you think of the different directions that we could go with this and we'll kind of see where we end up so what i've got for you is the judge judy intro the judge dread main theme song and this is from the sylvester stallone judge dread movie from like 95 And we've got the People's Court theme song. And then just for fun, I threw in the Judge Joe Brown. Oh, okay. Got it. All right. All these what? Oh, it fun. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. Also, I looked up, there's a Wikipedia of like courtroom TV shows. There's. Oh, a kajillion, right? Hundreds of so them. So many. It's, Easy money. Oh, yeah. Hundreds? It's ridiculous. Maybe like wow. over a hundred, I would say. There were a ton, a ton of shows on this, most of which I'd never heard of. 
Well, think about it. It's like Judge Judy wow. becomes such a thing that like any Everyone's kind of podunk town yeah. judge can be like, let's make a reality show about my courtroom. Right. Yeah, I guess so. Like some of the names seemed kind of familiar, like Divorce Court, I feel like oh, I've yeah. heard of. Yeah, There's yeah. one called Moral Court, Jeez. which oh. I found troubling. <laughs> but, uh, what is, but anyway, yeah. Court? Moral, like as in your morals. Oh, moral. Not Laurel oh, okay. Court, oh. like like hanging the laurels on your like, head? Uh, <laughs> or just Laurel Canyon. <laughs> oh, I see. That's good, too. Okay. I was thinking the yeah. judge was named Laurel, and she just named the show after her, like Judge Joe Brown and Judge Judy. Oh, I see. Maybe. Um, yeah. Let's start with Judge Joe Brown. When I moved to LA, um, <laughs> I moved with my girlfriend at the time, and we both got uh, work being like extras, doing background work. Uh, as a job yeah. during that first year that we were there. And one of the recurring jobs that she got was being an audience member on Judge Joe Brown, oh, which filmed awesome. not very far from us. And basically the way they did it is that audience members could sign up to go watch Judge Joe Brown tapings. And those were all people who they were getting the tickets for free, but really the show is getting the labor for free of having butts in those seats in yeah. the audience. But the first row... Maybe the first two rows were paid background actors. Yeah, it happens a Extras? lot with TV shows. Oh, wow. Yeah, that they yeah. were paid paid background. And, and uh, my girlfriend at the time was one of those. And she would come home and tell me all about this. Um, because, the ridiculous you know, things that were happening. Well, no, she would tell me about how, like, as those people in the front row, first of all, you have to be paying attention, yes. right? You've got to be, like, alert and there. But anytime, basically the instruction, if I remember it right, was anytime Judge Joe Brown starts to go on a rant about anything, <laughs> what you had to do was to kind of, like, mm, nod your head in that very, like, mm, yeah, maybe even, like, couple claps you know just like yeah like anytime he starts wow. ranting sure about anything agree with him just make sure you're really sounding like mm, yeah you're hitting home right now like that oh yeah <laughs> that makes sense judge definitely <laughs> so let's I listen to it. his theme song first oh yeah okay right so this i could see this yeah yeah we're saying like today exciting. we're reading the book of judges chapter one I like that. Uplifting. It is it is kind of uplifting, surprisingly. Yeah. Feels very wholesome, you know? Okay. Like I do feel like justice nice. is gonna be nice. served. For yeah. the for the sake of good. <laughs> for the sake of good. For good. I mean it's yeah. really it's really intense, like really, really intense judges, but yeah, I, I could I could get on that train. What else yeah. we got? It's maybe a little Slowish? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't quite. I could see it yet. as kind of like a warm up to a workout video from the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, while you're sure. stretching a little bit. And what else ready. we got? Um, okay, so in contrast, now Judge Judy, we mentioned her, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what her theme song is, and apparently it is this weird disco-y cover of uh, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. So check what? this out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You are about to enter the courtroom oh of Judge Judith Scheindlin. The people are real. The cases are real. The rulings are final. This is Judge Judy. Okay, hang on. Has that always been her theme song? Like from the from from <laughs> even the nineties? Can we look up the OG theme song? Was it always the Beethoven's Fifth? Uh this is Judge Judy Intro History, nineteen ninety-six to present. Uh, let's see what this video says. Let's hear it. You are about to yeah, enter that's the more what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, so that's, that's what you're thinking. That bass. The yes. cases are real. 
The rulings are fine. I do like this. This is yeah. her court. I, I think we gotta get this some heavy bass judge for judges. Judy. I love how they want to reiterate, like, that these people are freaking real. The cases are freaking real. Yeah. And then in 2004. That's when they switched to. You are about to enter the courtroom. Okay, yeah, we get it. We get it. We get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. Okay, I don't know if I agree with that choice of theirs. Yeah, you don't think so? Or I'm not into it. What else we got? Wow. Okay. Do we got the people's court? So, yes, we do have the people's court, which. My favorite. Play that here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do think this could be fun. <laughs> this could be really fun. I just think it would be hard to find something similar to this without being exactly this. <laughs> it is pretty simple. But maybe we could. I don't know. I love the. Lo- it's just like on loop constantly. <laughs> Yeah, and this is so. I looked up some actual show intros, and this one, there's not like a standard intro like the Judge Judy one. Mm-hmm. This one's like the you know the plaintiffs being like, and then she came in and her dog pooped in my house, <laughs> and then being like, and this woman says that this other woman's dog didn't poop in her house. What will we find out on the people's court? Like it's that kind of thing. Uh, I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. So, so yeah, that's good. Okay. I'm loving it so far. How can we mix all these together? I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Seriously. That'd be really good. So we learned, okay, Judge Joe Brown gave us like a little bit of inspirational, like things are going to uh-huh. turn out for good. But a little low-key, slow-paced kind of a song. Judge Judy was definitely the like, mm-hmm. or at least the vintage Judge Judy is like, there's some bass, mm, like yeah. don't mess around with her. Funky bass. And then People's Court gets the chicka 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 chicka. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you need to com- maybe you need to compose something, Jace. Oh gosh, if I'm feeling ambitious, I might I might write a little parody to the People's Court song. <laughs> What's the last one we got? Uh, and then the last one, I want to look up the Judge Dread main theme song. Okay. Uh, and okay, it's here. It is. bit of a downer at first mm. I mean I love the French horns always into French horns I mean I like it I don't think it's gonna okay so we're gonna carry get us through inspirational inspirational it is fairly inspirational yeah us, plus chicka 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 plus French horns yeah will that make you happy oh this is kind of cool though yeah that's pretty cool Okay. So if we could just find some kind of royalty-free music that mixes together all those elements, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah. Okay. Maybe if it's like this, so it's like with a bass line that's like and then and then every now and then a little I think I love you it. Got we got it. it. Uh, you listeners, who, yeah, maybe okay, don't you know just this, need but, to make a jazz. But you Jace just need went to, to conservatory for music composition, so he has the skills to pay the bills. Oh, I just, I just, oh man, we'll see, we'll see. Okay. If enough no, you should do it. it. No, maybe. do it, do it, and then if it's bad, we're just like, oh yeah, we just grabbed it off a royalty-free site, and if it's good, <laughs> you can take all the credit. Yeah, you're right. Okay, there you go. Well, we'll see Perfect. what happens. <laughs> the theme right. song is Judges by Jace Lindgren. This is actually Buck. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this goofy episode of Drunk Bible Study. We will see you next time. And please join us in our Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship group. Let us know what you think of the theme songs and also what you know about golems. All right. We will see you there.